Thank you for downloading this podcast from BJOG. I'm Aris Papagiorgi, Deputy Editor of BJOG, and I'm thanking you for joining me on this March 2020 editorial. Life course approaches to health emphasize how effects of experiences across the lifespan influence our health or disease. Crucial to this are social determinants of health. These are defined by the World Health Organizations as conditions in which people are born, grow, live, work, and age. In other words, they constitute the broad range of personal, social, economic, and environmental factors that determine an individual's health and population health. They include things such as income level, educational opportunities, employment, equality or inequality based on gender or on race, things such as food security, housing, early childhood experiences and development, the state of our neighborhoods, social support, pretty much all factors that surround us. In the March issue of BJOG, there are several relevant examples of social determinants of health. For example, Richardson and colleagues report the effect of socioeconomic status on the outcome of IVF in a cohort of over 3,000 women in need. They found that clinical pregnancy and life birth rates were significantly lower in the most deprived groups compared with the least deprived groups. There's an accompanying mini-commentary which makes important reading too. It cautions against adjusting for all confounding variables in such scenarios because many of those confounders can in turn be linked with social deprivation, for example, smoking. Early childhood events are of course also a really important determinant of future health. The sad case of childhood abuse has many adverse effects, including on reproductive health. The paper by Dreven and colleagues presents analyses of data from the Norwegian Mother and Child Cohort Study. The study very convincingly shows that exposure to childhood abuse increases the chances of a subsequent unplanned pregnancy in later life. This was true whether the childhood abuse was emotional, physical or sexual in nature. A really important fact that we need to bear into account is that when you have studies such as this with a very large sample size, you can sometimes reach statistical significance despite a lack of clinical importance. This fact is discussed by Joshi in the new paper on research methods. Nevertheless, in this study, we can be sure that this abuse is linked to having an unplanned pregnancy because all of them were separately increasing the risk And in addition, the carefully collected and analyzed data mean that the effects could not be explained by bias and different combinations of categories of abuse did not show strong interactions. Sean Walker gives an accompanying mini-commentary to this paper and highlights some important steps that we as caregivers need to take to develop services in ways that address the needs of such individuals who've experienced abuse in childhood. Another really important aspect of social and economic influences on health is access to health care. Now, when you access health care, often your health care giver is supported by guidelines 
which support the standardization of the provision of healthcare and makes sure that uh, the healthcare that is given is evidence-based. In a study from France, a large number of practitioners were asked what they would do in a hypothetical scenario based on a case description. The study really elegantly demonstrates that adherence to existing guidelines was very low. Even more worrying was that the adherence to guidelines remained low after repeating the survey following active dissemination of the guideline. Phil Steer gives a mini-commentary on this paper and uh, shows very clearly that these findings are certainly not confined to France alone and also talks about how improvements in implementation of guidelines are needed. All these papers take a life course approach and look at social determinants of health. Another important determinant of health is our early development in utero. And I like to remind authors that in April of 2020 we have the deadline for the special issue in fetal medicine, screening, diagnosis and management. So you still have time to submit your excellent papers to our special issue and I look forward to receiving them. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to this podcast from BJOG. We have been reporting the best research in women's health since 1902. We are keen to hear your views. Tweet us at BJOG Tweets. You can find more podcasts at www.bjog.org.